0: Hi, and welcome to Reasonable and Necessary, Australia's premier series on everything you ever wanted to know about the National Disability Insurance Game. brought to you by the Summer Foundation. I'm your host, Dr George tullock Forest, and in this episode of our special series on COVID-19, I get vaccinated without even leaving the house. And I speak to the disability an officer who made it possible. Check it out. Hello, how are you? How did you feel after your second dose? Yeah, I, I haven't had any side
1: effects from either though Yeah, that's excellent. So your most common side effect with the Pfizer is just a bit of a sore arm. Yeah. Right? You might feel a little bit headachy, fevers, chills, muscle pain and joint pain. Yeah. Are you
0: happy for me to pop Pfizer into yeah. the left arm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, is the smallest needle I've ever found? She's good, isn't she? I'm sorry, that's good. Yeah. There you go, guys. You're showing it too? Yeah, it's growing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> feeling all good George? I feel great. Beautiful. If you have any problems, anything minor, just see your doctor. Anything major, any chest pain or shortness of breath, go to the emergency department. Oh
0: sure,
1: Thanks. you. Right. Thank no you. worries, you have a good day.
0: Thanks for the help, bye. Hi thanks for joining us.
1: Oh thanks George, so lovely to be part of your podcast, thanks for inviting me.
0: Now, you're the person that arranged my vaccination, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am. I was, it's so nice to meet you in person. Um, we've spoken on the phone many times, which has been lovely.
0: Yes, it was a really interesting process, and I, I want to tell other people about your service. Now, you're a disability liaison officer. Can you tell us a bit about your role?
1: Thanks, George. Yes, um, we are Disability Liaison Officers or DLOs and we knew that um, during the pandemic, people living with disabilities had trouble accessing their usual health services as well as COVID services and these roles were created in 2020 to respond to that need. Um, There's 22 health networks who have a Disability Liaison Officer um, with them, so often you can call your local hospital and asked to speak to the Disability Liaison Officer um, and there will be one available to assist you.
0: And these roles are across
1: Victoria? They are. um, We have colleagues in Bright. We have them in all our regional areas and also the metro region. And I thought it might be good to add that we all have varying backgrounds, so I'm a social worker and my colleague that I work with is an occupational therapy but we have nurses and other um, professions that are available to support people so it's really great
0: so can you tell us about some of the barriers that that people have to get vaccinated and, and how you help people to overcome these
1: barriers Great. Thanks, George. Um, So we know that people have physical barriers. So being able to access a clinic um, physically or people uh, can be housebound and they may not be able to attend um, any of the clinics um, to, to receive their vaccination. I guess that's what we're talking about today. We've also found that people have had barriers to accessing um, information and that is good, reliable information. So often we are supporting people to link into um, the public health advice and and services that have that are able to advise them further. Um, we found that um, while we have um, access to a number of different uh, types of services. Um, people with different needs um, or equally found the services weren't quite meeting their needs. So we might have, um, you know, people who might need a low sensory environment and we have a low sensory clinic in East Ringwood that we refer to. Um, people who may um, have... Uh, uh, say a needle or medical aversion. So coming to a normal um, medical treatment is is a barrier to them and being able to work with them individually to um, help them to access a vaccination. And I I must say that uh, each call is very individual um, and people are the experts in their own um, needs and often they're able to tell us what we need. So Um, we're able to then work out the right process for them. And it's been great. We've partnered with, um, you know, our health health services. So I'm based at Eastern Health, our public health units, um, our public health networks. So the GPs, um, our specialist development schools um, and state and federal services to really work together to make um, the right environment to uh, receive a vaccination. And I've been so inspired by that. That's been a really great thing to be able to do and just see the commitment that each of these organisations have to improving um, health outcomes and quality of care for people living with disabilities. But we're not finished. We've still got a lot of work no, to do.
0: <laughs> no, we need we need more people vaccinated. And, you know, I'm really pleased to, you know, see that your... Yeah, you know, we have a service in Victoria that's very proactive in supporting people to get vaccinated and and that's that's really important that we do that in ways that we you know, do whatever it takes, whether it's, you know, getting them to go to someone's house or whether it's about um, helping them through the needle aversion. By the way, when it comes to needle aversion, I know that um, you know, some people have, have, no one likes needles, do they? But what I found was that in terms of the COVID vaccine, I have never felt a needle so small in my life. the many is notice it, yeah?
1: Oh look, I've certainly had my vaccinations, and I can and can say that as well. And I think that um, you know people can talk to their GPs to even minimise the feeling of a needle. They can talk to their GPs whether an emla cream is right for them or emla patch. There's so many different things that people can do to reduce that sort of the feeling of having a vaccination. But we do know with needle aversion or needle phobia, this is a real thing. Many people have had. Uh, experience this, you know, for a long time, or it might be the first time that someone's realised that they do have a needle fear, um, and there are specialist services. There, there are actually. Um, resources that people can use you know we've got virtual reality um, systems and so on but again it's very individual for that person so being able to talk to that person over the phone and working out what's right for them is really important for us to be able to to be able to do that so um, you know again one story multiple options to find out the right um, solution for them.
0: Yeah, that's right. Because it is a real, a real phobia for some people, and we we need to support people through that 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 fear. And I'd like to talk about this fantastic service, which is that the, the people come to your house. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: Yes. So one of the options um, for people who either cannot leave their house or they're a carer for somebody and can't bring. Um, that person with them, um, or they might um, equally find that being in the home is the right um, environment to receive their vaccination. We're able to um, work with that person to refer them to the to a service where a nurse can visit them and provide a vaccination.
0: And this is wonderful. I got three, <laughs> <laughs> and what was great was that, um, you know, I didn't have to. You know, leave the house because I, you know, I'm currently very uh, nervous about being around a vaccination clinic, and um, especially when people that go and get their vaccines and normally people who are unvaccinated. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it was just really, really good to be able to have that service uh, come to me. and are really friendly and, and, very, very, very fantastic service.
1: It is a great service. And I think the thing that we find is that we can do quite a bit of the work before a nurse visits. And I don't know if you remember the the, um, the information we went through before um, the nurse came, but we, we do complete quite a, a great um, questionnaire with people to make sure that the home's right for them. What nurses need to consider when visiting um, and working out um, an individual way to attend the home and provide the vaccination for you.
0: And um, in terms of eligibility, um, did it talk us through the the criteria?
1: Um, I think in simple terms on that there is um, a website for people with... um...
0: How to find out more?
1: Yes, so when you go on to the booking line, you can actually choose the section that says um for people with special needs or a disability and in there is all of the information that you need to access, but I can provide you with that link that can can um be put with it with the podcast um great. to help people to right. great. Um But in simple terms, um, if a person finds that they're unable to leave the home to receive a vaccination, that may be a physical reason. They might have um, mental health needs, Um, they might be ill and entering the community has been a challenge before. Um, Or as I said, they may be um, a care at home with somebody. And if they identify that they're, they're unable to access a clinic, then they, then they need to ring or um, refer to their local um, service um, through the, the website uh, and, and we can support them to, to have a nurse come and visit them. We're making it I'm very sorry. easy and, um, you know, we have such positive feedback from our consumers and I often ask people to text me or just let me know how it went and I'm, I'm really pleased to say that people are, um, you know, a significant number of people are receiving this service um, and it's, it's making a difference for them to receive the vaccination.
0: Great. Thanks, Linda. And thank you for all the great work that you do and to all of, the, all of the nurses, everyone around the country who are, who are uh, helping them to, to get vaccinated. It's a, it's, a, it's a great thing that we can all, uh, yeah, keep ourselves safe from COVID.
1: Wonderful. Thanks so much, George, for having me today.
0: Have a good day. Bye.
1: You too. Bye.
0: That's all we have time for on today's episode of Reasonable and Necessary, brought to you by the Summer Foundation. To be notified of future episodes, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Thanks for watching, and until next time, stay well and reasonable.